Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is good. He got it. The Chiefs are going to do this. They are going to pull this off at the end of the Tennessee game. Who would have thunk this? The Kansas City Chiefs have won the AFC West in 2016, and they will be the two seed. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? Thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Our Heads Abroad podcast, the official Kansas City Chiefs podcast for the UK and Ireland. I'm your host, Brad Simcox, otherwise known as the Brit Chief on YouTube. And joining me this week is Tom Charles and Dave Barnett. You having a good week? No, God, no, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm having a good week. Yeah, yeah, I hear you've got some news, mate. Tom? I have, yep. Um, I missed the Chiefs game on Sunday because my selfish girlfriend decided to go into labour at quarter past nine, ten minutes before kickoff on Sunday night. And um, no, I, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love you, babe. Yeah. Uh, 12, <laughs> 12, 12 hours later, uh, my little boy was uh, born, uh, Henry George Charles, uh, seven pound little un, and he's him and mama doing very, very well. The heir to our heads abroad, he's alive. The big question he's is alive. have you already got him a Chiefs jersey? No. I got sent some chief slippers by Laura. <laughs> um, I've seen them. I've, I've seen whoa, them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just, just, let's just take it back here a second. The air to Arrowheads Abroad. What, what makes you think I won't be stealing it for you? Like, <laughs> as I murder you in your sleep at some point. This is a military coup, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An uprising long before it never passed down. When we go to Kansas Dave. City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to Kansas City and I'm going to get thrown in a road by Dave. And it's going to look like an accident. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, let's briefly touch on the game then, lads. Eh? Um, the Chargers game, obviously, I was keeping an eye on the Chargers game and the Raiders game, um, obviously, during that, that, that Super Sunday, we'll call it, shall we? Or not? Or is that two, is that two Olympics? <laughs> it sounds like very Martin Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> and it's live. It's live, Super Sunday. Um, yeah, I was watching both of the games. I keep an eye on them. And uh, obviously, I was doing the tweets for Arrowheads Abroad as well. And I, it was it was exciting. Don't get me wrong. It was exciting. But I don't know what it was. It was just I just felt as though the Chiefs were going to just, just do it. Yeah, it, it didn't feel like exciting to me. It had like an air of inevitability about it. I was just like... Yeah. That, that, sort of... Yeah. After we stretched it out to, what was it, 7, 10? Well, should have been, I think, we brought it back to 3 after that pick 6, but then we stretched it out to 17, 17 14, points. 14, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it was just like, yeah. And obviously at that point, you knew Oakland were way down in Denver, down to the third quarterback, and you, you just obviously knew they weren't going to come back in that game. So it was just like, okay, can the games just finish now? Because we, yeah. we know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I did. Must... I did think at that point when it was seventeen fourteen, I thought, "Oh, we've thrown it away." Here. I mean, because Raiders were totally out of it; they were totally blown out of the water by the Broncos. But um, I got to the point where I thought, "Oh, the Chargers are just going <laughs> to just bring it back into something here. Then the Raiders are just going to be, you know, willing the Chargers to win this just to uh, just to sneak them over the line." But obviously, it didn't happen. The Chiefs just hit another gear, didn't they? Really? Yeah, 
I yeah, mean, the thing for Oakland as well, though, is like, do you actually want to finish the two seed and get blown out at home in the playoffs? Because <laughs> that's all I can see happening if you're going to be playing your number three quarterback. Like, I just well, can't yeah, see any can't. way, even against Houston, who are pretty terrible themselves, I, I can't see any way that they win that game now. Well, the, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, that game, obviously the Raiders-Texans game, It, I seriously think the Texans are going to win that because... They've got a better defense. Well, that's the thing. At least the, the the Texans might have a terrible quarterback situation as well. But um, yeah, they they have the number one defense in football. So yeah, yeah, that'll and win you and games. And they've got Lamar Miller as well. Yeah, Lamar well, Lamar I mean the uh, Raiders have got Murray, so it's not like they're they're short at running back. But I say, um, yeah, they just they don't have the defense. Yeah, they can rush the passer, passer. But um, mm. I say, other than that. Uh, say I don't think they match up to Houston, and I, it's going to be a dreadful game. Like that's not the sort of game yeah. you expect going into the playoffs. To be perfectly honest, I suppose it's the opener, though. That's that's the, that's the only plus side of it. It's, it's the only game on Saturday, isn't it? No, no it's two games. That's You've the got, first game on two Saturday. Two games. The, um, ah, right. Yeah, yeah two games. You've Saturday, got the Seattle versus Saturday. Detroit. Oh, wow. uh, Seattle Detroit later in the evening. It's what one thirty kickoff for us over here. Yeah. They always tend to put the the worst matchup. Yeah. On the um, the Which early. Why we were on early did. last year? They, they, they <laughs> did that here last year, us. But at the same time, when when we played the Colts, they put that on the early Saturday slot. Yeah. And um, that turned out to be the best playoff game in. Recent Sorry, memory, I don't know which sure. game you're talking about. Yeah, that, you know that was three years ago on Thursday. Again, I have I no idea up. what you're talking about. <laughs> it popped up on my Facebook memories, and it was sad. I had a little, I had a little tear. <laughs> back to the back to the Chiefs game. From from what I read, it seemed like the Chiefs always had the uh, Chargers at arm's length. Even when they did score the pick six, it was easy for the Chiefs to step up and go into another gear. And yet again, special teams yeah to, uh, it, find a way to score points. I don't think they, I don't think we felt troubled by them. I think that was the that was the key thing I thought from it. Um, the offense did okay. Um, the, the the big thing I suppose is get as well as the 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 big players in that were obviously um, Tyreek Hill got another one, didn't he? Yeah, um, he had to stiff arm Steve Nelson to get it. Yeah, right? well, yeah, yeah, he had to do that. <laughs> um, Kelsey again. It, it's it seems to be the usual the usual players again, doesn't it? That, that's that, that's cropping up at the minute. Um, it just I don't know. It just felt like we went really sort of. Cruise it, didn't we? on Sunday it just felt yeah. like we know we're going to win this game we don't really have to do anything special to win it here's a pretty standard offense we're not going to show anything we're not going to try and do anything too you know too fancy or you know any nothing to try and catch them out we just know we can yeah. run the ball short passing game and we'll beat them and that was yeah. pretty much all we did was it a was it a, was it a boring performance? Efficient, no. I think. The, uh, Are the Chiefs boring? The key word I think to use in that situation. Big up Sam Quake. <laughs> Big up Sam. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's she's, she's, is, she, is she getting an MBE, Sam Quake? <laughs> she is, isn't she? I'm sure she is. I'm sure she announced it today. Really? Yeah, I'm sure she is. Um, well, I, better congrats, check, I better check that because I've obviously awarded her an MBE there. Well, I think we should get one next year for our services to podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, Listen, are you listening, Liz? <laughs> We're listening, Liz. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a safe no on that. <laughs> Is she alive? No, I shouldn't say that. Sorry. Don't, don't <laughs> joke about these things. <laughs> People get very upset yeah. about that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> very upset. Well, uh, 
apparently we've got some news as well. Um, we've been talking about this off air, um, but apparently the big news at the minute is Tyreek Hill not being named as a finalist for Rookie of the Year. Apparently Tom was ranting about this beforehand. Um, so take it away, Tom. Well, it's a joke. It's pure and simply a joke. I understand Ezekiel Elliott, he's definitely in. He's probably going to win Rookie of the Year. Then you've got Dak Prescott. Again, he deserves to be in the conversation. Then you've got the other guys. Joey Bosa, arguably the best defensive player in this, this year's draft. So, yeah, I can make a case for him. But then you've just got to start looking at the, the other guys that um, they've got named as finalists. Dion Jones made more of an impact than Tyreek Hill. I don't think so. And then um, I've forgotten the other one now. <laughs> that's, that's how much. Hey, that's, that's how much sorry. Wentz. Exactly, Carson Wentz. That's how much of an impact he's made on the NFL, in my view. Um, he's been a solid rookie, but well, I mean, in he's terms been, of making yeah, an impact, decent for a rookie QB. But uh, in terms of impact, I'm, going for, I'm looking at Tyreek Hill here. I, 1,836 all-purpose yards and 12 TDs. That's brilliant, isn't 12 it? touchdowns. Yeah, is, it, is he like fifth? Is he not fifth in the in the league in all-purpose all yards, yards or something? Yeah. And, and 12 he TDs. He is a game-changer. Exactly. He's a game-changer. The Chiefs' offense, since he's been put into it and had a bigger role in the Chiefs' offense, we have scored more points. We've stayed in games. We've changed games on a, in just on one play purely because of Tyreek Hill. And he's not Rookie of the Year. I just don't understand it. My personal thing is, well, my personal opinion is, he's not in the conversation because of what happened before he comes to the NFL. Yeah, that that, that is yeah. the only it. reason I can think of, um, because it it can't purely be on his performance this year, because if it was, he'd probably be assuring for a top top three in that. Mm. I, I'd still put the two two Dallas guys um, at the top, um, yeah. even as a Chiefs fan. I think those two guys. In terms of you know what they've done, you for a team like Dallas losing a, a veteran QB like Romo, those two have come in and they haven't missed a beat. They've won what is it, uh, fourteen games this year? No, thirteen yeah. games. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you, you you wouldn't be able to tell they had a, a rookie QB and running back. Um, yeah. So yeah, as I say, I have no qualms with those two. I say, um, Joey Bosa. Again, he's been just ridiculous since he mm. he um, came in. So, yeah, I don't have any qualms about him either. Doesn't, Still would put uh... Tyreek Hill ahead of him, but as I say, those those three I have no issue with. The other two, they have no right being ahead of Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Um, Doesn't Borsa um, actually model himself on Tamba Harley? I'm sure he mentioned that in an interview, didn't he? I, I he think he's one of those he said he watched. West yeah, definitely he, when he's, he was growing yeah, up. He's, he's, yeah, um, he's, he's, he's watched Harley for quite I some mean, because, yeah, well, Harley was a Big Ten guy as well because he played for yeah. uh, Penn State. So, say so that might have come into it at some point as well because obviously yeah. Bosa played at Ohio State. So, And apparently Harley does um he does a lot with his hands. He does, he's into a martial arts, which helps him. Yeah, well, you can see that with D Ford this year as well. That That's certainly something D Ford's been a lot better with. And I don't know whether that's because of input from Harley with that, but I his, think his hand yeah. fighting, shall we say, has been a lot better. Yeah, yeah, he's he's he's, he's come on really well. I think D Ford this season. He did really towards the end of back at the back end of last season, didn't he? Really in twenty fifteen, um, yeah, he had a few seems, games where he was. You thought, yeah, is he broken out there? It seems he plays better when Houston's not in the lineup. 
I don't know if it's something there or not, or maybe it's just more noticeable. But whenever just Justin Houston's not in the lineup, D Ford seems to step up uh, for I the think Chiefs. It's too small of a, a sample size to really make anything of it at, at this point. I think yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying they're saying we should probably just get rid of and, one of them. Uh, well, no, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying it's probably just bad luck that you know Ford's not had the stats in mm. games Houston's played rather than difference in performance. Um, yeah. But yeah, as I say, that was nice because at the start of this year coming in, you weren't sure with Ford whether he was going to put it together. You'd seen glimpses every now and again, and you thought maybe. You know, he'll just be turned into a situational guy, but he seems to have finally put it together. And I say, even though the last few weeks he's not, well, I say the last four or five weeks he's not had, you know, stats that show up on the stat sheet, he's definitely been getting a lot of pressure still. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I, I think from the, uh, I'm just going slightly off topic, I suppose. Um, at the, on, on the Chargers game, uh, was it uh, Daddy Nicholas? It actually went down injured. We found out what it was now, didn't we? It was um, was it a torn patella or something like that? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but yeah, apparently that's uh, that's probably next up from a from an ACL tear. It's really bad bad injury apparently. So hopefully he comes back um, better and uh, and stronger next time. But um, yeah, it's it's really bad injury apparently. So that's just, I'll just throw throw that in there with the news. Um, the other bit of news is um, Dave Taub, Tube, or whatever it is we, we call him. Taub, um, yeah. Taub. Uh, Elway's in KC as we speak, apparently, um, trying to get their new... Is, is he going for the head coach's job? Is that what it is? Yeah, that one would be, yeah. Um, no. I, um, you see, this isn't one thing I, I want to raise. I hate this yeah. stuff. Like, the, the, the league really needs to change these rules. Because the yeah. fact that teams can talk to coaches that are still involved in the playoffs is mm. ridiculous. Like, yeah, you know, the, the the those playoff teams don't need that distraction. They want the coaches focusing on, you know, game planning and getting ready for this playoff game. They they don't want to have to worry about the guys oh getting prepped for interviews and stuff like that and taking mm. the time out of the week to you know, go and interview for teams. And as I say, it just seems weird that the league have the situation like this. Well, I'm surprised that the Chiefs have let them actually speak to, you know, speak to Dave about it. Well, it's, because... it's not fair on Dave himself, though, yeah, is it? Yeah, the it's Chiefs um... don't, as I say, Clark Hunt and, as I say, Andy Reid, they don't seem like those type of guys. They want the best for the coaches. You see with Pedersen last year going to the Eagles, like that seemed pretty much set in stone even before our playoff game then. Um, so, yeah, I say we don't seem like that sort of team to to do that kind of thing. They they want the best for the, the coaches, even if it may not all be with the Chiefs in future. But, um, yeah, I say I still hate the rule. It, I just, I, I just would it is wrong. change I, it. It is definitely and, wrong. I mean, the, the Broncos will argue that it's that their season's ended, but, um, you know, hello. <laughs> We're still yeah. going, lads. We're still going. Um, There's rumours going around that he's going to be interviewed by the Chargers as well. Um, which one of the two teams would you want him to go to? Oh, neither. Um, I think he's a really good coach, so I'd hate to see him go to either of those two teams. Um, obviously, you'd say probably the, the Broncos in a more immediate future because they're the better team now. Um, but yeah, I, I would hate to see him go to either division 
divisional rival, you don't don't want to see your coaches go there. A because you know the good coaches, and B because you know I don't really want to have to root against a guy like that. So yeah. Exactly. What's the lesser of two evils? Do you do you either make the Broncos noticeably better right now, or do you set the uh, the Chargers up for the years to come to make them add another good team in the AFC West? Because at the moment they're kind of the whipping boys, aren't they? Um, it would be nice to keep a whipping boy team in the West. You know, I think Personally, I think the Chargers are not a million miles away from being a really good team. I mean, they're in a tough tough division to start with, aren't they? But I mean, the injuries that they had with I mean, Melvin Gordon was on fire. Yeah, I mean, they really need some help up front. Their offensive yeah. line is a mess. Um, and I say, Rivers doesn't... You've got two really good tight ends, um, but at receiver, Keenan Allen can't stay healthy. I say, Inman, uh, Tyra Williams, they both played well, but again, you, you probably think they'd need to improve at that spot mm. to... Um, D line, I say Bose has been a big, big plus for them this year, but could probably do with some help there. Um, linebacker, they actually seem reasonably solid with Perryman, Teal. Um, possibly do with some improvement at outside linebacker. Mm. Um, got a really good corner in Casey Hayward. Obviously, them I think I'm missing Weddle this year with him going to Baltimore. That was a big loss for them. So they've got some holes. They've certainly got some talent, um, mm. you know, which has shown in certain games against teams this year where they've they've pushed some really good teams really close and beaten a couple of really good teams. But yeah, I still I still think they're probably you know five or six pieces away from really contending in the West. Mm. So it it'll probably be, you know, providing they continue with drafting well. I can, yeah. I can imagine it's probably going to be a, another two or three years, really, before I could see them contending. I'm still on the belief that Dave Taub will stay with us. <laughs> I, I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, it's such a big role. It's step up, isn't Huge it, for role, special it? teams coach to no, he loves head coach? He loves... <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, I, want, I personally want him to go to Chicago. Yeah. Um, why, why not? Go, go, go to Chicago, back to Chicago. I'd rather have him out of the division if he's going anywhere, yeah. Yeah, in the NFC. Would Wait, be Fox great. gone? If you go to yeah. sorry, Fox gone. I thought he had. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure. It's another situation where we, <laughs> we have to do some research live on air. Yeah, but, um, research. Get on it, Tom. <laughs> NFL head coaches. I'm, I'm not saying he sense. might not be going, but I didn't realise yeah. he'd already gone. He's checking now. You hear him tapping away on it. <laughs> yeah, he? He's tapping away. <laughs> well, while he's doing that, we'll uh, we'll we'll go into the questions. I think because um, we mentioned tight ends and things like that. Um, we've got a question here from Paul Hubert. How good is Travis Kelsey, and what's his ceiling? Where should he? Where should we be ranking him against current and past tight ends? Um, that's. At the minute, I mean, we're seeing we're seeing Travis Kelsey obviously at his best at the minute, aren't we? A close to. I hope not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> close to. Um, yeah, it's I, hard to play much better than he has in the last sort yeah. of seven eight weeks for sure. I, I don't. I don't think it's fair to compare him to the likes of Tony Gonzalez yet. Oh no, God, no! no. You need to put it together consistently for needs a few, five a few or six years before you can ever yeah. be thrown in that conversation. But I suppose I think with that question there from Paul um, Gronkowski, obviously with him out at the minute, does that mean that now Travis Kelsey's stepping up and he's 
you know, he's he's the numero uno of tight ends or well, Gronk's out. Is yeah, he going to dominate that? You know, is he going to dominate that category? Uh, as I say, yeah, well, Gronk's out. Find... He's definitely the number one tight end in the league. Um, I say there's there's no one really close to him at, at the minute. Um, I say the big improvement from him this year has been in his running blocking. Like we we've, mm. we've always known, he's got had the talent as a receiver, um, and he's you know he's been he's quick, he's big, he's got good hands. But mm. this year he seems to put put it together as a blocker as well, and he's become a better all round player. Because I mean yeah. that that's the thing you look at guys like Gates and Gonzalez and Witten. You know those guys weren't just catching passes. They're also making key blocks con- consistently, and you know helping out in the run game. Um, yeah. Obviously, see, Gates see to a lesser separates... extent, but you know Gonzalez and Witten for definites. Those two guys yeah. were immense in the run game. See what I think separates um, Travis Kelsey and Rob Gronkowski to the likes of Witten, Gonzalez, and Gates. He's um, yards after the catch. Yeah. It's, it seems to be like a new breed of tight ends in the league now. They're 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 more wide receivers mm. than than they are uh, typical old school tight ends. Like what Kelsey can do with his legs after um, after the catch, we've only ever seen Gronk do, and that's why I think um, separates them two as the best two tight ends in the league compared to everyone else. You've got others that are very good in like the likes of Greg Olson, mm. but. Travis Kelsey in space. Well, you see, um, that's the thing. He's that's, a that's Kelsey's even better in, than Gronkowski in that respect. Where yeah. Gronkowski wins is because he's that big body. He's he's basically boxes guys out and just out muscles guys. And you know, don't get me wrong, he's quick, but he's not Travis Kelsey quick. I don't think. No. Um, he is for me the best best tight in the league. Tight end in the league with the ball in his hands, yards after the catch, mm. running with it. But Gronkowski can, can just straight up beast guys. Yeah. He will literally just make a linebacker look like a five foot nine corner, and you know, sort of manhandle him. Obviously, Kelsey yeah. can't do that, but he, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna be probably ninety nine percent of linebackers for speed. He's pro- probably faster than a fair few safeties as well. Um, and you say you've seen in recent weeks he's actually beating corners one on one, not yeah. necessarily because of speed, but because he's so quick in and out of cuts that you know that's the one thing he's just his cuts are so clean, so quick. It's impossible yeah. for for a guy to stay on on him in man coverage. It's just impossible. You can't cover yeah. a guy like that man on man. Well. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the top end of that question, I suppose, is uh, what's Travis Kelsey's ceiling? Uh, have we seen it, uh, or, or is there is there more from him? Do you think? There's more to come. I think he needs to add more touchdowns in short yardage situations, which don't involve yard after the catch. Mm. Um, but you could you could argue that that's more on the offense and Alex Smith that, than so Travis that's Kelsey more himself. Down to the system, and I think. Um, yeah, yeah, he's done it a couple of times. You saw it in the first game of last season against the Texans. Um, it wasn't the second touchdown, it was the first touchdown he scored where he just destroyed his cornerback and just used his body to, yeah. to score the touchdown. I think we need to see more of that and if he can add that to his game, then his ceiling, it's exciting to think about how far this guy could go um, in, at the tight end position. Yeah, I think the problem with plays yet, like though. that is it, it plays against you know the sort of the risk-averse nature of possibly 
Alex Smith and Andy Reid to an extent, which is mm. probably why we don't see plays more like that at times. Um, he seems to go to Demetrius Harris for those sort of plays, doesn't he? I, I'm, yeah, well, they, ex-basketball they player, isn't he? He knows the, how the to box a guy out. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just some, something we don't tend to do. It's like you don't really see us throw fades in the end zone either. You know, you see a lot of teams throw a, a fade up to the to the guy in the back corner of the end zone. It's something you almost never see the Chiefs do, despite the fact that we've got a guy like Chris Conley, who, you know, has got one of the biggest vertical leaps and is already six, yeah. two and a half or something. I don't think we use him enough. We've used him quite a bit in the last few games. I don't think we use him enough, though. Oh, no. As I say, but that's Alex Smith. Uh, you're never going to get your number two receiver. Yeah when Alex Smith as your quarterback is just not going to see as as much as the ball that's just how the offense yeah. is going to run with Alex Smith well and... well, that brings us on to the next question from oh it's Timothy Rowley again he seems to be a serial questioner this one doesn't he um, <laughs> hi Tim t- hi Tim he says um, say we do get to the SB I like how he's put that um, <laughs> he listened last week <laughs> yeah he did yeah would you rate Alex Smith as an elite QB if not, where do you rank him amongst the other QBs in the league? I think we have to look at the other ones there and just sit him in between two quarterbacks to say how we think, how well we think he is. I suppose. Would you say that? Yeah, that seems like the best way to do it. He's he's not a league, he's not an elite QB. He's a winner, but he's not an elite QB. He will never be an elite QB. We all know that. Um, he's a lucky charm. I would I, I wouldn't <laughs> say I wouldn't say that he um, carries the Chiefs, but I wouldn't say that we win in spite of him either. Mm. I think we do at times. There's certain games we've won in the last few years that have been in spite of Alex Smith. Was that Dave? Was that Dave <laughs> paying Alex Smith a compliment? <laughs> but at the same time, he 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 is a perfect fit for uh, Andy Reid's system. Otherwise, he you could have argued that the guys uh, Dorsey and Reid would have taken a quarterback in that draft of Derek Carr, Teddy Bridgewater. Mm. That, that that draft so they, the the front office obviously like him as to where he ranks um, maybe 10 to 15 in that sort of range um, he's above average but he's not he's not an elite I wouldn't put I, for me you've got three or four elite quarterbacks in the league in mm. in Rogers Brady um, based on this year Matt Ryan Please. And, it, and, Breeze. Breeze. and then you've got everybody Breeze, seems to forget le- Breeze I don't understand it yeah. this guy is <laughs> like legit one of the best quarterbacks <laughs> yeah. in the league for like the last eight nine years and everybody when you're naming QBs everybody, it's always an afterthought everyone, it's like, him, everyone goes like obviously in more recent history it was like Manning Brady uh, Rogers and then like, everyone just forgets Breeze and I don't understand did, it. <laughs> did I dream this stat up or did did I read somewhere that Breeze um, has has he's got the most five thousand yard seasons or something something like that? He's him alone has got more than the rest of the league in history combined. Yeah, which is crazy. Which is and people forget. It's nuts, that. isn't it? People forget. <laughs> yeah. that I mean, because he he's not got the team around him. Like yeah, that, yeah. You know, his he's had a. Come to Almost a historically <laughs> bad defense the last couple of years. Like they they yeah. are not good, and you know I say as much as we can say about Alex Smith in one direction, you could say about Breeze in the other. It's like a QB mm. can only do so much, you know. Um, so yeah, it's just I, I don't think you can ever put the blame on Breeze in New Orleans that they 
they have so many holes elsewhere that yeah it's it's, it's never been him it's always been the talent that surrounds him yeah. but um yeah back to alex smith i'd say yeah he's never going to be an elite quarterback um i think you're fooling yourself if you if you think that's a possibility um you've had middle of the road qbs win super bowls before it happens eli manning uh, i wouldn't yeah. class eli manning as middle of the road but okay um but <laughs> trent dilfer i think that's the go-to one that everyone goes to when alex smith's name comes up you know game manager that won it with the ravens i don't think you know alex smith is on the same level as dilfer i think he's a much better quarterback than dilfer was but um yeah um even Manning last year, he was, you know, that was not the Manning of years past. He was carried by a, you know, historically good defense. Um, if he wins a Super Bowl, does that make him a better QB? Not really in my eyes. Um, I say I'd still probably rank him in about sort of probably that 15 to 20 range in the NFL. I don't, yeah. don't think I'd rank him any higher than that. Or any lower, um, yeah. You know, some people tend to go a little bit too far the other way as well. I'm not the highest on Alex Smith, as I'm sure people have figured out along the way. But um, again, I can still appreciate him for what he is and what he's brought to the team since he's, you know, come to us. It's, I think it's um, consistency's the thing, isn't it? I think that I think that's the key here. We we we've got we seem to have a consistent kind of winning mentality with with him there i know it's not all down to him all the time um because we've got we've got good leaders on the team haven't we in, in the likes of Eric i Perry, think stability Eric that Johnson. that was the big thing when he came stability, over to san francisco yeah. um because yeah. you know we've been a mess at that position we, i mean we always have been a mess at that position and we've not ever been able to uh <laughs> develop our own qb there we've always had you know ex san francisco qbs or you know mm. ex qbs from somewhere else and then horrible free agent signings and horrible flop yeah. drafts so yeah i was doing i was going through the list the other day of quarterbacks that we had um, like post trent green mm. and it's laughable yeah <laughs> it really is you've got guys like damien heward Brody croyle tyler fig oh don't remind me don't uh, remind me. Oh, I thought you were going to go to the one Matt that Castle. I've sort of tried to erase from my memory. <laughs> Tyler Palco. Um, possibly the Tyler worst Palco quarterback well. I've ever seen start an NFL game in the last Kyle Orton, 10 years. Kyle Orton. Uh, Dreadful. Brady Quinn, didn't we have him as well for a little while? Brady Quinn, Brady yeah. Quinn? Yeah, Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton's famous for oh, one oh, game. Oh, Kyle Orton. I, I, I dispute that. Kyle Orton was a mediocre a sort of NFL average QB when, you know, he was good. Obviously, we got him a bit more towards the tail end, but um, I certainly wouldn't put him in the same bracket as some of those guys you've mentioned. It's a bit of a disservice. It was worth signing him. It was worth signing Kyle Orton just for that one win against the Packers when they were undefeated and they come into Arrowhead and we weren't particularly good that year. Weren't we particularly like good. Do you, do you want to <laughs> throw any more of a, an understatement out there? <laughs> Um, yeah, and then we beat we beat the Packers, the thirteen and zero Packers in, in, or was it fourteen and zero? Might have been in, in our head. Anyways, we we digress. You're hanging on to that, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think we've got one more question here actually. From uh, this is on the Twitter account actually. Um, it's from Dan Gamble, um, or Gambell. 
I'll, I'll put, a, put a bit of a French twist on that. Uh, with the Chiefs on a bye week this week, would it affect the momentum of us winning in the divisional game? No. No. I think that that I, I think momentum's a, an overused word when it comes to I, sports I much, I would in much general. Rather take a, yeah, I would much rather take a rest, patch oh, yourself up, and sure. then get ready for... Uh, yeah, ready for I, I think it gets clash. thrown around there too much, you know, stuff like momentum and confidence and mm. things like that. Yeah, confidence can help, but it's certainly not the be-all and end-all when it comes to, yeah. to football. Uh, yeah, I'd say I'd, I'd much rather have the extra week off resting guys, getting guys healthy again, than you know ever worrying about a confidence issue. And you only have to look at Andy Reid after the bye. 16-2 and two after the bye. Uh, one in four since uh, one in three since he's come to Kansas City. Yeah, one and three. Uh, three and one. Sorry, I was going to say Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he loves yeah. the bye Sixteen and two all time, but one and three since he came to Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three and one since he arrived in Kansas City. Um, regardless of who we play next week, um, I like our chances with with Reed and with Reed at coach and um, the guys rested up, especially if Justin Houston can can make a comeback mm. before then. Yeah. So no, Dan. Basically. No, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it is. <laughs> we, wasn't trying to, yeah, was exactly. trying to like sorry, put you down sorry, or anything. Yeah. It was just. Uh, sorry, Dan. No. Um, yeah. No. We just no. Don't, we don't think it's a downer. Right. Okay. Moving on. Um, the games obviously this weekend, wild card playoffs. We've got uh, four games to look forward to. Um, mm-hmm. I think we'll go through each one. We'll just say who we think will win um, and possibly who might be playing the Chiefs in the divisional round. Um, okay. First one, it's got to be Raiders and Texans. How do we see this one going? Tom? Uh, I'm going Texans. Uh, the, the, the Raiders are broken with without Derek Carr. Yeah. They are broken. Okay. That's simple. Dave? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, they're, they're not the same Texans. team. Um, I've gone for Texans one and on done. that as well. Yeah, I've gone for Texans on that. Purely because of the defence. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, they're just better defensively. Just better, that all yeah. in a matchup between two bad QBs, usually the better defense wins. So yeah. Just on the Raiders, there briefly. I've been waiting for this this kind of implosion of the Raiders all season, and it's finally happened on this like literally on the last game, wasn't it, of the season? Um, and the well, no, it the happened playoffs. probably about halfway through the game before that, but yeah, but it's it, it's it, that's. That's just rocked their season now, so I, I can't see them actually winning this 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 game against the Texans. I really can't see it. But anyway, moving on. Um, Lions versus Seahawks. Tom, Come on. um, I think this is going to be a good game, a sneaky good game. Um, but I think the Seahawks will win yeah. purely f- because they're at home and the Lions are on a bit of a bad run. I know we just talked about momentum. Mm. Um, a minute ago, but they seem they seem a bit broken themselves at the moment. So I'm going to go Seattle. Go Seattle. Yeah, Seattle at home in the playoffs is uh, pretty much a, a done deal. Uh, they don't lose at home very often in the it, playoffs. There was, a, there, there was a stat on that, wasn't it? Apparently, they, they've won nine straight. Is it nine straight? I knew, yeah, I knew it was a ridiculous amount. So it's yeah, crazy, I, isn't it? I can't I would see love that stat. Detroit <laughs> a, a gloveless Matt Stafford. Earlier in the Oof. season, yeah, yeah. I, I might see that as more of a, a contest, especially mm. now, obviously, the Seahawks are missing Earl Thomas. He's a big loss, and that def- yeah. it showed on that defense. They've given up 30 points twice in the last, you know, 
four games or something. Um, so there's definitely some cracks appearing on that defense. But I say at home, I'll take them. Yeah. Well, I've I've actually I think I've gone for a tight game again. I think this will be this will end on a field goal or something. I think this will be that tight. Um, last four seconds or something of the game, and I think um, <laughs> it, I I can't call it to be honest. Um, I, I know all the stats lean towards the Seahawks, but for me, I don't know. I, that might be just the upset game. You know, the Lions. I might I, I'm going with Lions on that one. <laughs> totally, totally left field. <laughs> Um, next game, Dolphins, Steelers. I think we'll all be watching this one, won't we? Yeah, definitely. This is the game of the weekend for us. Although you could argue that the um, the Packers Giants is the biggest game of the weekend. This one for us and uh, over here in, in Kansas City, it is huge. Um, Dolphins obviously beat the Steelers early in the season, but Matt Moore at quarterback, Pittsburgh in cold weather. Um, I'm going towards Pittsburgh. We'll be heading to Arrowhead next week. Yeah. Dave? Uh, you see, this is where I'm going to throw out a little shock and say... Do it, Dave! The Dolphins yes. are going to win this game. Um, and they've the already Texans beaten them They've already Damn beaten them once this season. Yeah, I know, but I'd, I'd, to be honest, I'm not a big fan of Tannehill. I really don't think that offense changes too much without Tannehill. Um, yeah, he's shown some improvement this year, but I, I don't think he's going to be... You know, he's the kind of QB that wins games on his own or anything. He's, you know, he's the kind of QB sort of like Smith for um, the Chiefs. Is like you don't want him to lose your games. You know, you want him to keep it you in games and, you know, get big plays out of guys now and again. Uh, you know, they've got a lot of talent on that offense. You know, you've got Jarvis Landry, you've got Kenny Stills, uh, Devon A. Parker. Um, obviously, JGI has had a big breakout year. Um, and they've got some playmakers on defense as well. Um, I obviously they had a, a rough go against uh, New England, but everybody has a rough go against New England, really. Um, and yeah, I just I don't know. The Steelers are such a Jekyll and Hyde team. I just I just have this feeling about this game where everyone's looking past the Dolphins. Everyone's just expecting yeah. the Steelers to win this game, and I can just see the Dolphins pulling out a shot here, and you know. Yeah, just seeing a result that no one's quite expecting. So, so that's your tip for the shock result in this. That's my shock result. That's the one upset I'm seeing for this weekend. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm probably playing safe on this one. I think I think it'll be the Steelers, but um, I, I've said before I think the the defense is questionable, um, and I think it, it's it's going to be difficult because I think it's going to be all about the running game on this because you've got Levy and Bell, you've got obviously JJ. I think they're going to be those two are going to be the key players in this. Um I don't think there's going to be a lot of a lot of gunslinging. Um I really don't see it. Um but yeah, I'm 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 going with Steelers on that one, but yeah, it's something in the back of my mind at the minute is just thinking just just don't look past the Dolphins at the minute. Um because they have had a really good season. Um, Absolutely. Next one is the Giants versus the Packers. Um, I'm going Giants on this one. Really? And um, that that Giants defense is good. Um, I know Aaron Rodgers has been having his way recently with secondaries, but that's been quite bad secondaries or beaten up secondaries. This Giants defense is legit this season. Uh, Landon Collins has been one hell of a player, mm. and they have the X factor in in Odell Beckham. They've got a better wide receiver core. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Giants pull off an upset again in Lambeau. 
Well, yeah, I'm, I'm taking yeah. the Packers here. Um, they're on a they're on a run, man. Um, Rogers is playing lights out. Um, if he'd have been playing like this in the earlier in the season, the MVP would not even be a discussion right now. Um, he'd have won it about three weeks ago. Um, but yeah, just the way the Packers have been playing recently. Yeah, I know they give up a ton of yards. That right cornerback spot is a bit of an issue for them. Um, but yeah, I just think the way Rodgers is playing, they're just, I think the way he's playing, they can just outscore anyone right now. Um, and they seem to finally be putting enough together in the run game that, you know, they're, they're not totally one dimensional anymore. So yeah, I, I just, I can't, I can't lock past the Packers at home. I think it's going to be a shootout and I think it's going to be close, but I think the Rodgers will do just enough. Uh, I can see it being, yeah, sort of like a 34-31 kind of game and, yeah, high-scoring shootout. But, yeah, Rodgers will do just enough. Yeah. Um, I'm going Packers as well, actually. Uh, I thought, yeah, okay, the, I know the did the Giants beat them in week five, was it, or something? Um, did they play them this season? I can't remember now. Um, but, yeah, the, I think... Rodgers is, like you said, is is the one that's that marshals the game really. Um, I think this game will probably be won on an interception from from uh, Manning. The guy, the guy's cursed. The, the, it's the family name, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they just throw interceptions for fun. So I, I'll take two. two they also uh, throw two a hell of a lot of touchdowns as well. Though, to be <laughs> yeah, well, there's that as well. But you know, I think I think he's a loose cannon. So I'm going with I'm going with sure hands with Rodgers. Uh, so I think I'll go for a Packers win on that as well. Right, um, I think that's it actually, lads. Yeah, there's just one thing I want to uh, add before we go off air. Um, we, our heads of board will be hosting another meet next week for the divisional round. But I also just thought I'd give you a little bit of a heads up. We'll be meeting at the Hippodrome Casino in Leicester Square um, from half past five in the theatre. Uh, cheap beer, cheap food. Um, tube stations right next to it, so I hope to see as many of you guys there as possible. Plus, you're in a casino, so if you ever you're feeling lucky as well, you know. Yeah, well, actually, Dave, I've I've been there numerous times for meets, and I've never ever gambled. All on and red. I, I Trust me, if red. I if oh, yeah. I ever make it down to one of those things while you're at the casino, that will change rather dramatically. <laughs> What's um is twenty two? Is that red or black on on a roulette table? Oh um, God! Don't ask me. May... I don't. I don't play roulette. So <laughs> if, uh, I don't know. If it's a, tw- I'll have. I'll put all my mortgage on a twenty-two red, please. Isn't, uh, isn't, it, isn't it lucky, or is it bad luck to have a baby on the table as well? I don't know. Well, I'm not taking any. Take, any, take any long, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's frowned upon, to be honest. Right? I'm, I'm, I'll, put, I'll put it all on brown, please. <laughs> <laughs> How much for the baby? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, oh, this is you better really better hope than this is, isn't listening. <laughs> yeah, she didn't. She didn't listen last week. She listened the week before, but not she? last week she she was a bit preoccupied. <laughs> a bit preoccupied. Yeah, you, you don't want to listen to us while she's giving birth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> is there anything else, lads? Yeah. Anything you want to get off your chest? Speak now. Forever hold hold your peace. No, just want to say have a good weekend and enjoy the week off because next Sunday is going to be epic.
Well, that's it from us this week. I'd like to thank Tom and Dave for their input as usual, and a huge thank you to those that sent in questions for us to answer. Remember, if you want to interact with us, you can find us on the Facebook page uh, by searching for Arrowheads Abroad, or you can chat with us on Twitter at KCChiefs underscore UK. And also, don't forget to visit the website www.kcchiefsuk.co.uk. Enjoy the games this weekend for the wildcard playoffs, and we'll speak to you again next week. Thanks a lot. Bye. Is that better? Spot on, mate. Yay. Take three. Only three takes. Boom. A bit better than last week, then, yeah. <laughs> we had to get the script right then, though, didn't we? Hang on. Um, should I stop recording now, then? Yeah.